Syngenta Horticulture. Technical information at your fingertips. Online, on socials, on podcast. This week, I've been thinking about pests and their future. We all know that pests are a big part of our lives and the ever-shrinking chemical toolbox isn't helping matters. We get asked, why haven't we got a new insecticide ready yet? Believe me when I say we and the rest of the industry are trying. Corteva are there with their isoclast chemistry, but this can't be a one-stop shop answer to all our prayers. With the remaining chemistry we have at our disposal, the risk of building resistance is becoming ever closer to reality. Those of you familiar with black grass in arable crops will know all too well that in places it's resistant to nothing but glyphosate, and we all know the direction that that's going in. Atlantis is a great product and has done wonders for crops all over the world, but overuse has seen a steady build-up of resistance, and it's not just herbicides. Another arable casualty is oilseed rape. In areas around our office in Cambridge, pollen beetle has built up resistance to neonic products, which now doesn't matter as they've been removed. But it means that OSR just can't be grown in certain places. So the question I'm asking this week is, what is resistance and how can you avoid it? Getting technical, the Insecticide Resistance Action Committee define it as a heritable change in the sensitivity of a pest population which is reflected in the repeated failure of a product to achieve the expected level of control when used according to the label recommendation for that test species. Or when a population of insects can no longer be controlled by a dose of insecticide, which in the past would have provided effective control. Now, in our last blog, we talked about thrips. In small pests, like thrips that have short life cycles, resistance can develop more easily than other pests such as caterpillars. But most importantly, how can you avoid resistance? Number one, when using products on a regular basis, alternate with other modes of action. Two, work with beneficial insects with an IPM program. And three, ask your supplier which modes of action work together. So how do you know if you have a resistant population? Well, number one, only a portion of the population is killed by the insecticide. Two, a portion of the population must survive the selective agent. And number three, survivors reproduce and, of course, pass the trait on to the next generation.